This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Have you ever wondered what it's like to bite into nerds' gummy clusters? They're fruity. They're tangy. They're gummy. And they're crunchy. Nerds Gummy Clusters, a union of fruity sweet gummy and tangy crunchy nerds. Unleash your senses. Shop now at nerdscandy.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing a murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All your hair's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Oh my gosh, it's exciting times Wolf and Al, bonus air Mate, can you believe, Hello, right? Can you believe, right? In a week, we're dropping merch and a bonus app I know That's I some know. serious swizzle right there yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people will say is it because they've got all thirsty because the merch sold out and now they've decided to actually pull their fingers out and do a bonus set, possibly? Uh, you know what? I, I, I think we're doing it because, we number one, we probably need to just talk about the uh, elephant in the room yeah. and the fact that, like, the we I genuinely didn't think the merch would sell out. That's So, <laughs> I actually became the person I hated them. I became Listen, I'm, can, I, can, I, can I tell you something? Um, I, I can't do this anymore, Tom. Okay, I, 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 can, no, I can't do this thing where you publicly facing, you sort of put on this faux humility and whatever. When, when on the phone to me, you're going, fucking stack it, oh, get it out of there, these <laughs> will buy anything. Keep getting it in. No, 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 no. no. I, no you hey, tell, I, tell I, them hey. we're not sure about it, they'll start thinking it's like a little family business, you know, let's support, fuck them, Rom. And then we come on here and you're like... My oh, learned oh, friend, oh, my learned friend. A little, a little, little old Tom, little old Tom. My learning well, friend, I, I I can draw my own noose after what my uh, my moment after that. <laughs> I became very like Rita Aurora then. That's what I felt like. Like you know those really like people with no sort of humility. Pretend to be black. <laughs> no, but you know that just dropping, just trying. Yeah. But my point was this: a lot of people we have a, quite a few people contacting us about um uh, the hoodies and the t-shirts that um if there's going to be any more before Christmas. Sadly, due to our own patheticness, and we didn't think we'd... So we, we we thought we'd be left with some over Christmas. 
So we didn't get enough. We didn't um, mind that. We didn't mind that. What it was was we didn't. Yeah, we just didn't think. We didn't. We, think we, we didn't think that. We thought that'd be enough. And and we yeah. So it will be after Christmas. There will be another drop. Um, yeah. Like you're genuinely talking to two idiots who can't work. We've we just. It's taken us nearly six months to get this you, lot you're, done. You're, 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 you're talking to two idiots that say you're talking to as if this is a conversation. <laughs> That's how stupid we are. Or one of us is. <laughs> but the point is, we will try and work out a way that we could do a pre-order system and then those who want one can order them and then we can get, get made up forthwith and I, I, I think we, we we just need to get more in, don't we? I mean, this yeah. pre-order, yeah. Yeah, well, the other thing we're like, thinking about doing, right? This is this what? is a really cool idea that I've been thinking about. Over, um, mm. Uh, mm. Socks. And, like, on the, the right foot is the wolf. And the left foot yeah. is the owl, obviously, because I'm right-handed, you're left-handed. Yeah. Q, right. Q loads of emails going, uh, really like the podcast. Uh, actually, if I'm being honest, the wolf is my favourite. Could I possibly buy a <laughs> hundred right socks? <laughs> no, I just think it's cute if like, I'm the right foot and you're, the, yeah. you're left-handed. So you're the left foot. I'm not left-handed, no. Are you really As not left-handed? Well, no. As you well, I thought no. you were left-handed. No, because that's a, that's a thing where... People of a certain cleverness are left-handed, right? I don't know about that, but I do. I can tell you that statistically, we've got an anomaly in our house that two of the three boys are left-handed. What is Lisa left-handed? No. Oh, wowzers! She can barely write. She uses both hands. <laughs> she holds the top of it like a crayon. <laughs> With a massive crayon. Her <laughs> tongue half coming out. Do you know my tongue comes out of my mouth when I write? I've got a really weird way of writing. Have you? Yeah, I didn't wear glasses. Do you, do you, do you crab around the outside of the pen? Yeah, it's kind of like that, but yeah, also yeah, I get yeah, really yeah. close to the... And also I get like a stickiness, right? Like when my hand gets quite clammy because I get quite nervous about holding a pen, I get yeah. like a stickiness that like the ink just touches my skin. And then like, I'll write a birth... If Say, right, the other day I wrote Christmas cards. First three are beautiful. My penmanship mm. is next level, right? Yeah. After that, it's just like like it's just smeared. It looks like a fucking spider's wiped his ass with a fucking load of ink and then just walked across the cards. Mm. That's what it looks like. Um, a couple of surprises in there. Yeah. One that you write, you do Christmas cards. Yeah. One that yeah. your that your household does Christmas cards, and two that you're the one that writes them. We do them together. Do you not do Christmas cards? Mm, we sort of moved away from doing them a bit. Why? Well, because Too there's cool. a number of reasons. Too cool. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Another reason <laughs> this is... This is the trouble. You think you're too cool. Right. This is... like, And look, I was actually... I, I made a thing with myself not to do this in this episode. And I was really going to try hard not to, right? But I... I look like... Is this about what I look like today? You look fucking cool as fuck, man. Like, you look like the kind of guy who doesn't do Christmas cards. But I know internally... In there somewhere is someone who'd like to do Christmas. And also, by the way, I'm not, I didn't go unnoticed, and I'm going to make sure this is a video kit. When I said you look cool as fuck, you pouted, bro. You went like this. Yeah, I did do that. I don't know. It wasn't because of that, though. I don't know why <laughs> mate, I did that. But... Mate, that was, in our friendship, that was one of the only times I've ever gone, oh, my God, I'm friends with this guy. What, as in, like, I can't believe it? He's such a fucking legend. <laughs> no, as in, if you ever oh, right. did that when we were out, this would be the reaction, right? Um, all right, Rum. All right, Tom. You're right. You're right. Yeah, just for the again. Can we just um, can you do that again so that the listeners can hear your silent mind? <laughs> no, is is that like a little? Can pout. I say it, no? Listen, genuinely, it sounds like I'm trying to say this to get out of it. I've, I've after a few days off, I've put these Invisalign things back on because I've been filming, 
and like I can't talk. Like, can you tell? Can you hear the difference? Your, your voice sounds beautiful. Your dialect, but it's amazing. just it gives me it gives me a very very slight lisp. I kind of like it. But well, it's the, the, the way I, it feels like is you've got a lisp, and then you're think you're, you're a bit embarrassed about the lisp, so you're overcompensating with like this kind of new sort of like edgy rom. No, there's no look. Okay. We have to. Sometimes I think to myself, I know Tom's joking, and I think people listening don't know. I've just been for a run. I've got a hoodie and a hat on, and I ran in straight to do the podcast. Literally, like, off I the... think, mate, like, genuinely, this is a look that works for you. You think so? I'd say your your Idris le- levels right now, right yeah. in an Idris, is I'd say seventy eight to not seventy nine percent. Thanks, that's really good. I nearly went to nineties, yeah. but yeah, you look cool, bro. Yeah, you. What trousers or should we got shorts on or? I've got tracky bottoms on. Oh, nice boy. Black nice. tracksuit bottoms. What slightly undermines it is I've also wear slippers. <laughs> Mate, this is the time for slippers. Of the, this is, what slippers are you busting these days? I've got these like little, this little kind of backless jobbies. Let me show you. So you can, you know, the backless kind of, they're like kind of like old man. Oh, mate, they're nice though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lisa, Lisa thinks they're dreadful. She hates them. This so is what much. I bust these days. Oh, the Ralphs. Oh, Ralph. The yeah. Ralph Moccasin. Looking bit. like you just finished a shift at a Turkish <laughs> bar. That. That's bad. There's a toenail on the bottom of one of them. Yeah. Why well, pick it up and show? Just leave it. I hadn't noticed it. <laughs> because there's an honesty about me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to just explain why I don't do Christmas cards, okay? Yeah, go. But um, but when I was at school, I don't know if everyone's done this, if this is a rite of passage. I remember, like, you know when you do the Christmas cards for your whole class? Yeah. I remember, like, just obviously you're doing it from memory because you know all the people in your class. I remember like not knowing who the last person, like I just, just was one short and I was oh, like, well, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? And I couldn't remember. And I spent ages thinking, oh my God, I'm going to take the car- Christmas cards into class. And this, this person's going to be like fucking furious. Cause I, and then I'm going to get bullied for like leaving this person out. I, I, I almost cried. And this went on for about 40 minutes. Right. Until genuinely, this is how fucking stupid I'm. I realized it was me. Because there's 25 people in the class, I'd do 24 cards. <laughs> that just shows what a sweet little soul you must have been. And also, what I like, right, is anyone in your class that in your head you were thinking is so li- so easily forgotten would even have, have the front to bully you. That, no, but that's how low dad I'm on the pecking order. That's yeah. how worried I was. <laughs> even the kid that nobody remembers is going to beat the fuck out of me. Mate, I think it's And it a... turns out I found, I found the only kid that wasn't lower down on the scale than me, and that's me. <laughs> Man, I think it's a beautiful thing, right? You just get your fucking self into your big snuggly coat, get a pair of boot shoes on, maybe some sort of like snow boots, and just walk around the houses just dropping off Christmas cards. And what's Yeah, but is, so you do them for your street? Yeah. I do them for, I do them for the street, I do them for, for friends. Yeah. Mm. Look, the other rank and Nathan's going to get us... Christmas card. Let me tell you something how much I think of you and your family, right? Yeah. I'm not even going to give you the fucking, like, the chat. You know, like, you'll get a pack, the charity pack. I'll be getting you a bespoke Christmas card this year. Well, that's not true, is it? It is. Because, it is. Well, bespoke suggests it's tailor made for just our. What, what you're saying is you're going to buy an individual card rather than the one from a pack, is what you mean. Mate, I will be going and getting a bespoke card in whatever it's that means. It's not bespoke, Tom. It, mate, it will know, be. Be, No, bespoke is designed for the individual. Like a bespoke right. So suit. here we go, right? If you get what you endeavour is a bespoke Christmas card to the Rangan Athens, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I, will thank, I will thank both you and Moonpig. No. 
Right, don't undermine Moonpig and everything they're doing, bro. I'm not right. undermining them. It's just great. Right. If you get one, right, it's like, I'm just now, the only trouble is, I'm what's having happen- a slight... What's happening, with, what's happening to your a, brain now? No, I'm having a slight rom- Romesh, child Romesh, right? Yeah. Because in my head, right, I've got Lisa, obviously, Romesh, Lisa, and two of your boys' names. Yeah. I can't remember the what the, the third boy. So which two can you remember? Charlie and Theo. Okay. Alex. That's it, Alex. Who's actually yeah, my favourite. Yeah, you repeatedly tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. He'll, he'll be delighted. He'll be delighted. I, I, I so hope that he doesn't listen to this like when he's 21 and like he hears his uh, heroes say well, that. Sure. Sure. <laughs> listen, I, I love you, as you know, like a brother, but if Alex grows up with you as his hero, God help our parenting. <laughs> I would, actually tur- I would actually turn myself into social services. <laughs> yeah, but if he, no, he probably would look at me and go, like, a big zany uncle, you know? No, but like, no, no disrespect, Tom. Like, I love you, and I think what you've done with your life is incredible. <laughs> if you think I want my son to aspire to follow in the path of some, one of the only people who's got the same level of mental health issues as I do. <laughs> <laughs> who would you, who, who ideally, who would riddled, you? Riddled with the level of self-doubt that I've got. <laughs> Who would be the who would be the who who do you look at when you're talking about heroes to your boys? I don't I don't I I really don't know. It's difficult because like do you know that um young blood? Have you seen you know young yeah, blood yeah, the singer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I'm I, I'm not saying listen, I'm not saying I want him to be a hero to my kids. But that sort of individuality and doing whatever the hell you want to do and dressing how you want and blah oh, blah blah. Yeah. I really I really respect it and I really love it. And our eldest is a bit like that. Like not not you know he, he like he he doesn't he sort of doesn't give a shit and he wants to do his own thing and walk his own path. But then when he does do that, I feel terrified for him because I know what I was like at school and like but you the know the, the pressure to conform. It's a different place now, bro. Yeah, like, you're right. You are like, right. You're, like, right. you're, you're right. right. You're right. It's like sort of like when we were younger, like any kind of difference, any kind, like yeah. even I say when we were younger, right? Even yeah. when we, me and you got into even when you got into your twenties and like everyone I knew, right, like. If, it, if you were meeting in a pub on a Saturday afternoon, pretty much everyone would wear like a Ben Sherman or a Ralph Lauren fucking uh, shirt, polo shirt, usually with a Harrington from fucking Ben Sherman or fucking yeah. Ralph Lauren, a pair of Levi 501s and a pair of Reebok Classics. That was like a uniform. And if you yeah. dared to break away oh, from if that... You de- if you deviate from that, even if you wore a pair of Classics that had a bit more colour on than normal, mate, you'd get absolutely rinsed. Then in, in the evening, you literally kicked off the Classics and put on a pair of Wannabes. Yeah, right, yeah. and that was that was that was a uniform, and you put yeah. on one of those boxy kind of vibey Ralph shirts. That was life, right? And anything that differed from that was different. Now it's a beautiful thing. Mm. It's like you know, there's people like Young Blood out there. You know who I I think's a great uh, hero for kids, sure. Chunks. Oh, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent. He is an amazing young man. Yeah. He's an incredible young young. Like he 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 came on the weakest link and. I liked him before. I'd never met him before, but I, I'm a fan of what him and uh, Young Philly do. And um, he just reinforced what I thought of him. I just think the geezer's top. I love him, man. I, I tell you, at Socre, those two. When I when we when we went there, and we were sort of all the, we were the, it was the first year we played, and I like started a kinship with those two. Honestly, just an incredible pair of young men who have like absolutely set their goal to something, and that with no real help. To, to to build it almost like a, I suppose, a sort of, a whole sort of, I don't know what the word would be. So like this is, what, what you're listening to is Tom try and think of a word that isn't empire. <laughs> well, I was thinking of brand, but actually empire would have been better. 
in a way, they are like, okay, cool. Yeah, you'd be young Philly, and I'd probably be chunks. Why would you say that? I would say you'd be, yeah, maybe. But I mean, you laugh more than I do. Yeah, I mean, I love laughter. Laughter is honestly just one of my favorite things. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I just chuckle to myself. Mm. How often do you laugh a day? Do you think? I laugh. I actually think I laugh quite a lot. You laugh a lot. I do laugh a lot. Yeah, there's a myth that I don't laugh a lot because I've got a bit of a grumpy demeanor, but I do find things funny. You love laughing. I'd say 70% of your texts are ha 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 Yeah, that's to end the conversation. <laughs> I'm looking thirsty. God, a shit day. You know, you know, you stay you, for another drink, wouldn't you? Yeah, you, you know, you get a text, you just, you just put ha ha. And then <laughs> they reply. And they reply, and you think, what the fuck are you doing? That's clearly <laughs> the end of this. This is the difference between me and you, right? Because <laughs> you think that's a full stop. For me, that's a comma and someone going, and I sit here going, oh, we oh, have a somebody, somebody's, got, somebody's got a bit of momentum. Sent out Looks the line. Like warmed up the crowd. Sent out the line and we've got ourselves a catch. <laughs> <laughs> Who said friendship was hard? <laughs> you should George Costanza it, leave it a laugh. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Anyway, should we, uh, look, Tom, obviously the main reason we're doing the bonus here is to address the yeah. the scandals uh, from yesterday with regards to the Tory Christmas party. Oh, yeah, I know that you texted me saying that you had like 20, 25 minutes of new material <laughs> on this. I've been watching this morning, actually. I've watched every bit. Of, I've watched so much coverage of it. Man, same here. Like, I, 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 I do think it's like... Look, I'm not going to talk about what my opinion. I think everybody's opinion is fairly uniform on this about how bad. Yeah, it is, that's but... one. The nice thing it seems like at Christmas, like yeah. who'd have thought like a bunch of push would have brought the whole country together? Like genuinely, like it just feels. Yeah, it's that... a nice. Yeah, it's a nice thing. So Omicron is 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 splitting people apart. In a sense, but, uh... like Boris Johnson and uh, Rhys Mogg and all those pricks seem like a little bit like you know the end of Elf where everyone starts singing. Like that feels like that's what they've done for this country. <laughs> Yeah, well done, guys. Thank you for taking one for the team. Um, but yeah, but the it's so funny. The because like, what I do look, what I do find funny about it is everybody trying to. Every presenter is trying to go viral with a, a moment where they skewer it. Do you know what I mean? Where they yeah. fucking perfectly, absolutely nail it. Because this is big. It's there for the taking. If yeah. you deliver, a, if you deliver a great question, or you outmaneuver a politician, or you know that's that goes huge. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah, suddenly, yeah. suddenly you're looking at. Potentially a lunchtime show or something like oh, that. Oh, mate, you can smash it. Just like you could level it. Like this is your big moment. Like step up, Ben Shepherd. Now, man, this is yeah. your moment. Like you know, yeah. yeah. I bet if, your I, sharpen your lance, Ben Shepherd. <laughs> I bet. Like, and I love Ben. I love Ben. He's an absolute gent. I do too. I, I, I bet everyone was trying to get on that fucking like on some little coverage. Like even Vanessa Feltz, I bet's got a bit yeah. on it. But this morning, this morning, what, do you, what bet, do you mean? Even Vanessa Feltz? Well, Vanessa Feltz keeps it light these days. Like she's oh, yeah, very much a positive like, vibe. I've she's not like listened it. to a radio show, but I've heard it's like great. Yeah, great comfort. I see what she's great at is handing out some advice. I've become this morning more, this morning addict, and Vanessa's really smashing out some great advice. Shout yeah, out Vanessa I know you become an addict because because uh, uh, barely an episode goes past where you fucking can't don't mention it. <laughs> I'm your opinions of what morning. they should do, what they should do with the presenting lineup, <laughs> what you think of the new selection of toys they <laughs> unveil for Christmas. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? I was actually looking at presents for my niece and nephew. That's actually one thing I will say that really slights me a little bit. Is they so basically they turn around and they were saying these are the big presents of 2021, right? Okay. 
you go on the I went on the website to buy them for my niece and nephew. Okay. because uh, that's how I roll. Um still the same as I was as a kid and advert would just entice me. And uh everything had gone. Have you seen these windy bum things? Gone. My niece no, would love them. They? These little windy bum. What's bums. a windy bum thing? They're like uh, little animals that sort of like fart and stuff and you put them down. My niece would love them. So Yeah, but just yeah. she doesn't she listen. She doesn't need a present. She needs you there. Who needs a little windy animal when you've got a big one coming to visit? <laughs> a massive wolf just sitting there farting. <laughs> just you fucking cocking your leg, letting one go and go, Merry Christmas, my girl. Oh, actually, while we're talking about disgusting things, um, you know, you've actually you've led the you've led the uh, you've led the race in disgusting stories recently. You've really uh, what do you mean? Well, yeah, pissing your pants one and your wanking story, right? Mm, yeah. um, and also the one you did about washing your ass off, right? Three. Oh, wonderful. God. <laughs> oh, God. I'd actually forgotten about that. When you said that, it's actually given me a horrible moment of reflection there. Uh. Um, I I did something the other day to rival the disgustingness, right? I had a spot on my shoulder that I've had for a while, right? You know, And I was told not to pick spots, right? I don't know. Have you heard that memo? I've heard that you're not supposed to pick spots. Yeah, I didn't have to. It's not a memo. It's sort of commonly accepted. Yeah, well, they they breed spots. otherwise, right? And they they breed. Yeah, well, this pus goes to other places and they'll grow more spots. Right. Spread. That's the, the way, the way you're it. saying is you're suggesting two spots get together and fuck. One of the spots gets pregnant. <laughs> well, this spot was pregnant, right? And it gave birth just the other day, right? So it's on my shoulder. And I get out of the shower and I'm like, oh man, this, and it's, you know, when they start to hurt, right? Mm, yeah. I squeeze this spot and it, I feel oh, it pop, God. right? I feel it pop. And I look around to sort of Is go, that what, is that what you think this, oh God, what? okay, go on. This is, I really, I find this very difficult to listen to, but anyway. Why? I just, it's, I'm very squeamish about this sort of thing. I watch videos about spot squeezing. I love that okay, shit. Okay, cool. It doesn't make you hard. Which is sort of what you into by the well, way. You sometimes say it. makes me hard. Uh, <laughs> anyway, go on. I go squeeze on. it right, and then I'm sort of like, you know, go about my business. Uh, I clean, cleanse the area. Um, sure. About an half an hour, forty minutes later, Catherine is going absolutely insanely mental with anger in our ensuite. Right, I'm like, oh shit, what's happened? Right, I have to go through a process of different things that I might have like, you know, have I flushed the toilet properly? Have I pissed on the floor? What could it be? Right. Yeah. Anyway, I go up. What is it today? The fucking spot has exploded, right? And it has covered the ceiling. It's like, I mean, I'm a tall guy anyway, but it's like there's a there's a clear splatter mark on the ceiling. Like the the fucking power of it has just shot up, just burst all over the ceiling. Even I was a little bit. What, 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 yeah, not what, not even. It's <laughs> it's one of the most disgusting things I've heard all year. Oh yeah, I love how you just live in a twelve months cycle. <laughs> like... Well, I, I, I'm not unlike you, who every morning declares declares his breakfast as the best one he's ever had in his life. <laughs> I like at the end of the year, you sit there and go, "Okay, analytically, best yeah, breakfast." That's, that's why I stopped the twenty fifth. That's why I stopped doing Christmas cards because I had to put that list together. In each one. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And oh, here's Rob's hell. rundown of the year. Fucking Best hell. breakfast. Well, break. I think it was Lisa and I were on a long drive. We dropped the kids off at school. We thought we'd have a little morning. Best to tofu. Uh, without a doubt, it has to be Barcelona. Can I just say a little a little message to those of you that felt that Best Tofu didn't merit the inclusion on the 
on the list. I'm going to just say to some people, it's actually quite an important part of their diet. And so for you to neglect people who are vegetarian and vegan, I do think it's not very Christmassy of you. Anyway, I will continue. Best open fire. Uh, so when, when, Catherine, when Catherine saw that spray on the she was She was disgusted. Did she, know, did she know what it was? Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, it was pretty evident you could say. I mean, it was that or sort of like literally someone had fucking been shot in there. It was like, I'd say like, you know, like I'm holding my head as a circle. There was yeah, that. Circle. Yeah, but it's hard to get a bit closer. There you go. Okay. Like that's it's a circle about guys. Everyone listening, it's a circle about that size. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know if you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> so, so there was that much. There was quite. A, there was a good. Yeah. So and then she she was just like absolute like. And then I had to try and clean it. Okay. So here's what I want to know. Obviously, you're at fault for not slightly at fault through negligence rather than a malicious yeah. you're at fault for not noticing that had happened yeah but you're not at fault for having a spot on your back right so what was but, how did cat how did cat process cat well, was the person who told me not to pick spots she's like you gotta be really careful because i'm obsessed with as soon as i've got a spot i have, I have like a, I've, i'm a, like from a child being a child i've always loved picking spots you know i had a friend when i was younger right what a horrible <laughs> opening to your autobiography that would be <laughs> Well, the, if you want it to get darker and just more disgusting, I uh, jump on the slope, right? I had a friend when I was at school, right, who had a spot where if you picked it, right, within like four or five hours, it would refill. What are you talking about? So, like, you pick, like, he picked the spot. What, right? like an eternal spot? Yeah, and pus would come out, right? And then, like, a couple of hours later, he would, like, <laughs> roll his sleeve up again. And it would be pussy again, and then he could pick it again. And that went on for like from nearly all of secondary school. Okay, what a load of bullshit! <laughs> no, I swear it was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like you, you or he just like sometimes in class when it was boring and stuff, which is a lot of the time, like he would just do it, and you'd just be like, "Oh my fucking god, that will be like that was in maths by fucking history or English in the afternoon. That will be back, and it'll be pussy again." Tom, I, I, I really, I'm finding it very hard to believe. I this swear, thing. man, I swear it's, it's so, it somebody, a lot. somebody throughout secondary school. Yeah, had an ever pus filling. Right, it's basically that ter- eternity spot. Yeah, it's. I don't know if they've still got it now. I'd have to ask. Like, I'd have to ask them on Facebook, right? But like, it's it's like a block pour that keeps on blocking, so it just yeah. refills. It's like a the, like the a, idea that your Facebook page, you believe your Facebook page to be a more powerful resource than Google, is incredible. <laughs> right, let, can I just Google it now and prove this? Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah, please. What should I just Google? Refillable spot. I don't think you're going to get what you need, but anyway, go on, try it. I'll put refillable spot acne. By the way, while Tom's doing this, um, I, I should probably point out, on the last podcast, because I had that panic about um, my hour changing and because we were a bit tired, Tom and I had a bit of a crisis of confidence about whether we should put the podcast out at all. And so we sent it to JT, God bless JT, the editor of the podcast. And we just said, what do you think? Let us know what you think. And he said, it's fine. It's fine. Like you, It's just in your heads. And obviously, they'll, be, they'll deviate up and down, uh, left and right, um, depending on how we're feeling when we do the podcast. JT, this is a message for you. Can you determine whether this spot story actually is okay to include? Because it's, I, I, I want to throw up listening to it. I mean, it's well, absolutely disgusting. It's a, look, it's a, it's a human, in, it's a human like, fucking angst that people, people have acne, Romesh. You're going to have to like, let that into your mind. No, you're right. That's that's what the problem with this is. Is my my right. rec- lack of recognition of people. So it, what he might have had is a cyst that had pus in it, right? 
I have a what's a pimple? I've got is a pustule, pustule pimple that may appear on the face, elsewhere on the upper body, which was on his upper body. Uh, if they last longer than six to eight weeks and do not respond to treatment, it might be a good idea to see a doctor or a dermatologist. Cystic acne is probably what he sure. had. But but he he had that for what five years of secondary yeah, school for, well, four or five years. I yeah. didn't see a doctor, so it's actually well, quite no, dark. If I'm honest with you, no, I don't what you're know. saying is what you're right. saying is yeah. what you, let me let me let me reframe your story for you. Someone you went to school with had a, a cyst for five years. No, 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 that's no, what no. that story right. is. Let me just say something, right? And I need to be clear on this, right? Obviously, it was the coolest thing we when we started secondary school. Everyone was obsessed with it, right? And it was very cool. And everyone, you know, obviously, when he started getting it out when we were a little bit older and we were you know, fucking two, three years down the line, like anything, it's like saying, oh, yeah, I've got a Nintendo yeah. at home. Yeah. And it's like, sure. yeah, well, you're, fucking, a mature, yeah. you're a mature bunch of lads. You're, you're grown out of cysts by then. I get it. I understand. You're cool cats. <laughs> yeah, but like... What did you say? Oh, oh, oh mate, cysts are so last year. <laughs> mate, what I'm trying to tell you, right, if you can get your head around this, yeah, is times move on. That's what you've got to get your head around at times. Sure, okay. Yeah, no, right? I get it. Right. I get it. There's something, right, yeah. right, for example... Yeah. A couple of years ago, all I remember you talking about was Nike Air Jordans. Now you're all about Yeezys. Yesterday's... It's not yeah. a good example. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible example. Right, no. But like, yes, I, right, It's right. a terrible example. But go on. Right, so basically, we all turn around and it's like, oh my God, he's got a cyst on it. Like a spot on his arm that always comes back. Then all of a sudden, someone gets a pubic hair. Or someone like starts to grow a moustache. Or then, then you start getting ingrowing hairs. Life moves on, brother. And that's what you have to get your head around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's it, it, it's it's this impassioned monologue is so misguided because it's absolutely you're absolutely not tackling what I'm talking about at all. Let's do some emails. Sweet boy. Um, now this is just this is just I don't know if this requires comment. I just um, the Swan has sent me the cinema because it's just a mad story. Okay? okay, so it's off the back of me pissing myself in front of that uh, industry person. Okay, dearest Wolf Allen Swan, hope you're doing well. The past few episodes has been an, a little bit of an emphasis on wetting oneself. Ramesh regaling his tale of incremental distribution of piss into his own pants made me feel I should share a recent caper of mine. I was invited to some work drinks recently, which has been a novelty given the current climate, but nevertheless, I was extremely excited for a night on the old smash. True to style, I, this is a great... By the way, this is written very well. True to style, I steamed straight in and massively overdid it in the early stage of the evening. I finally managed to toddle off back to the nearby hotel I was staying at. I live a fair way out of London, so my work kindly put me up in a hotel to save me the drunken journey home. Alas, this may not continue given my recent escapade. I got to my room about... They said 1pm. I'm assuming it's 1am. Not too bad, but still very much three sheets to the wind. In the early hours, I woke desperately needing the toilet. I stumbled up over the bathroom door, ready to unleash the wrath of my intoxicated bladder. However, what I thought was a bathroom door was in fact the hotel room door. The bright lights of the corridor soon brought this to my full attention, but by this time it's very much too late. My hotel room door had closed behind me and I stood outside of my room with no key, completely naked. I don't usually sleep completely naked, so I'm unsure as to what erotic pleasures I had planned for myself that night, but that was all irrelevant now as I stood locked, locked outside of my hotel room <laughs> with not a stitch of clothes on. <laughs> After frantically trying the door handle countless times with no, with no fortune of it miraculously opening, I finally admitted defeat and headed downstairs to reception via the lift. Using my hand to cover my shriveled penis wasn't too tricky given its size, but I also had to account for my 40-year-old elongated testicles. <laughs> the colour of the both... <laughs> <laughs> to cover the both of them at the same time would have been a test 
breathing the likes of Ray Clements and his dustbin lid-like hands. I travelled down two floors in the lift, completely naked, and finally I was at reception. The doors slowly opened. Similar to the doors opening and stars in their eyes, with the great reveal of a transformed member of the public to a musical hero, there I stood in front of the poor receptionist, completely naked. My receptionist was met by an overweight 40-year-old, completely stark bollock naked, shamelessly trying to cover a pair of testicles that looked like two snooker balls stuffed into a Veruca sock. <laughs> if things couldn't get any worse, I suddenly realised the reason why I was awake in the first place, to go to the toilet. Desperately needing a piss, I screamed at the poor receptionist, where is the toilet? Please, where is the toilet? At this stage, I was clamping my foreskin tightly shut with my hands to prevent an eruption of urine. As my bladder could take no more, similar to Ramesh, my brain thought it'd be a clever idea to release just a small amount of pressure by letting out a gentle squirt of piss. Small drain-like, small rain-like droplets started to smash onto, smash onto the concrete floor. I watched as the panic started to wash over the receptionist's face as dribbles of my steaming piss started to release from my penis and splash beneath my bare feet. This wasn't helped. This wasn't helped by the fact I started to weep real tears at the situation that was unfolding in front of my eyes. There's no toilet down here. No toilet, he screamed. But there was little I could do with this information as the seal had well and truly been broken. And what were initially small droplets of urine started to turn into full-blown splatters. Go into the pot, go in the pot, he bellowed, while signalling at a plant pot in the corner of the reception room floor. I turned and ran towards a plant pot, throwing myself to my knees and releasing my entire bladder into the pot in the corner. It was like a scene from Platoon. I dramatically dropped to my knees in slow motion while my penis erupted like a New York fire hydrant. I managed to aim my urine into the plant pot as best I could, but uh, until I realised it was in fact an artificial plant <laughs> with no real sore to soak up my, my piss, it just started to retract off the plastic and <laughs> spray around the room like an unattended box of fireworks. <laughs> um, after this entire ordeal, the poor receptionist had to take me all the way back up to the floor too to open my door and let me back into my room. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, to that point, I just want to say I love your work, guys. Fucking hell. Wow. What an email. What a joke. Did they leave a name? Well, they put the, they've called themselves the Naked Stoat. And I'm not sure whether they'd be anonymous or not. But shall I just give the name? What do you think? I don't know. not man, said anonymous. Mate, you know Na what? Look, look. This let's person put it up to him. is... This, this Na Naked Stoat. Naked Stoat. You've absolutely smashed it. Let us know if you want us to share your actual name. and we Because will. you're a legend of... And, and, and yeah. Wow, that story was beautiful. It's incredible. That's an incredible thing, right? That's really made me fucking happy, man. You know that Thank might have made my day that. today. That's, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me I, too, I, I think. I, that is someone I'd like to go on the piss with. Yeah, of course you would, because you've not met him and you don't know anything about him and you've read a single email from him. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> he sounds like a... Like, can you imagine the laughs we, we'd have, the three of us? <laughs> well, unless you're FaceTiming me, <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to happen. Look, because I will not be joining. Let's know where you're from, Naked Stoat, and yeah. I will turn up, and me and you can have a couple of drinks and watch watch Romesh do some stand up. And we'll in all seriousness, na in all seriousness, Naked Stoat. Oh god, I can imagine you. Just like, like just imagine midway through, your email's better than this guy's show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could get him to do like a, you could tell his piss story on on your tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mate. I, I, do you know what? What I, what I think is, 
Well, he said this a few weeks ago, but it had all the little hooks oh, of somebody well, that's two told seconds, us to... two seconds. Well, okay, all right. Massive thing happening here. Adidas have got a fur jacket. Oh fucking um, hell! That I'm on. Uh, Are you joking? No, no. So I'm on the. Uh, this is incredible. This this jacket. It's beautiful. Oh what? What's going on? Man, this is unbelievable. Drop everything. My whole Adidas thing is down. <sighs> <laughs> I've literally been on this thing for this for uh, for weeks. Well, you know, again, you haven't. Here we go. Ramesh, I'm in. This is exciting, right? Hmm? This is exciting, right? Oh my god! I actually feel like I'm gonna be sick. Uh, continue. Wowzers, boy! This is this is this is like two massive things happened within ten minutes. Check out deliveries all there. Pay with Apple Pay. Boom! I've been after that for ages. Wowzers! Ordered. Okay, cool. Right. It's it's. I I I'm sort of trying to process the level of fucking disrespect. <laughs> what? Look, if that was you, like, say you wanted, to, I don't know, like a Panther T-shirt or something, like, or whatever one of your cool tops, I'd be like, fucking go for it, you can do this. I I would, uh, no, listen, I've got no problem with you doing that. I know how important clothes are to you. Um, but um, I personally would have taken that as a sign not to buy the thing. Why? Like, if it happens while I'm doing something else, I think that's not meant to be. Rip, mate, no. That is insane. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Next email. Uh, Dear Wolf and Swan, this is from The Rooster. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I love your podcast, and you, uh, you guys are amazing. I sort of went ugh like that because it's a nice thing to say, but I, I felt embarrassed reading it. Okay. Uh, I'm a 41-year-old man. I've never had a proper relationship. I've had a few full starts, but nothing meaningful. Now I have no idea if I even want to meet anyone. So I've accepted that I'll be single for the rest of my life. I've tried dating apps and meeting people in pubs and joining sports clubs, but I'm rubbish at all of it. My mates tell me I'll be a great catch, but I find meeting people hard. So hard I've given up on it. I can be really confident in work situations, but in socials, I get really shy and dry up. Do you think I've got this right in giving up, or is there anything you could suggest? That is from the rooster. Uh, Tom, you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? I'm happy to dive in, baby. Go for it, Um, Yo, the rooster. Um, I would be amiss if I didn't say there was a part of uh, your email that made me a little bit sad, because you seem like a decent G, and you seem a little little bit lost. And, And... let me firstly say, I don't. This isn't me saying that everybody needs to be in relationships and we all have to be with someone. Because I think in 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 the modern world, I think you can quite, quite happily navigate the landscape of this world as on your own as a single person. But there's something about your email there where when I heard it, which which makes me think that you are kind of looking for looking for someone. The the the, the truth is, I've got friends, male and female, both uh, who who seem to find it like this weird thing of trying to meet someone trying to what I think tends to happen and 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 like this might not be the case for you rooster but is that people weirdly seem to think the longer they go through life or the longer they go without having a relationship that almost the thing that they're looking for and they're trying to find is all has to be like the perfect thing has to be like the perfect relationship the perfect person you know none of that is a, a realistic target at all because we're all imperfect we all come with our flaws but it feels that people like you know, I played golf the other day with my power. He's been single for a long, long time. And he's, he, he like, the things that he wants and the ideas that, you know, without being harsh, you're like, wow, this, everything you're talking about is well, like, above your, like, a station. You're, you're, you're like, you're, you're reaching too much. And there's a part of that is that if you're always going to go, like, like, if I, I constantly, you know, the only time I ever want to go on holidays, I want to go to the moon, right? 
that's an unachievable target. I'm never going to get to the moon. So I've set my standards too high, right? And that's what he's done because he never ever really, I don't think he, I think he's worried about committing. He's worried about being in a relationship. So he set these standards high. So I think it's, it's listing the things that you want, the things that will make your life better and going through, I think lists are great for things like that and just working out whether what you need. And, and if you truly think that, you know, being single is going to make you happy, then man, salute to you. I'll raise a toast to you and good luck. But if you think that you want something, go out and get it, brother. Go and nail it and, and, and find that person because they'll be out there. You just got to, you just got to widen your search. And remember, you know, the, 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 the version of you that's been brave enough to email into this uh, podcast and the bit of you that nails it at work, there's a part of you that at some point will find a person that you gel with mm-hmm. and you become two sweet souls navigating this landscape together. Hombre, uh, once, once, once again, sometimes I take it for granted. Uh, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I, I sort of just assume that messy, the messy of advice on a podcast, Tom Davis is just going to do his thing. And every now and again, when I'm playing alongside him, I stop and watch and I'm reminded by, I'm reminded of what a top-notch individual Tom Davis is. Great advice, Tom. If you were sitting, right, if we were sitting together right now, I'd take you by the hand and just hold it. <laughs> um, now, listen, uh, Rooster, uh, the thing that I really um, thought was important that Tom said there, amongst a lot of very good advice, is that if you want to be single and that is your life, that's absolutely fine, okay? But... The way that you've worded this email suggests that that's something you're settling on rather than deciding that's the thing for you. I'm going to tell you this now, and you're not going to believe it. Maybe you won't believe it, but I'm telling you this for a fact. There is somebody that will want somebody exactly like you. Somebody that that isn't the, you know, you're giving the impression that you're not the sort of person that uh, is an extrovert and is a, holds a room and all that. People don't always want that. It looks great when you see it out when you see it out and about. But there are people there are people that want to be with someone shy. There are people that want to be with someone quieter. There are people that want to be with someone like you. So d- d- first of all, put that out of your mind that you, that there's not somebody for you. That's bullshit. Okay, that is absolute bullshit. I'm telling you now, there is somebody for you. What you have to do is not easy. You've got to increase the probability of meeting that person. So when you say you've tried dating apps, you're meeting people in pubs, joining sports clubs, but I'm rubbish at it, I'm sorry, you're just going to have to lump it and keep doing it. Increase your chances. Go out. Get, tell your friends you're looking for someone. See if they can think about somebody that they think would be good for you. You need to cast your net. But you just need to... And I'm not saying that... it's not. I know this, what I'm saying is you think, well, I don't want to be desperate. It's not about being desperate. It's about increasing the chances, increasing the probability of you meeting that person. If you become, if you decide you're going to stop doing all these things that you find hard and sitting inside, what are the chances of you meeting that person? Almost zero. So you have, you have to increase the probability of that happening. And it is a bit shit. It'll be like eating your vegetables for a bit. But I'm telling you, you will find somebody and it will be great. Do you know, um, uh, Ron, I, I, do you know who the rooster yeah. is in a way? Who? Tom Hanks in Big. Like, yes, I guess. Uh, what no. are you saying? That you should find a Zoltan machine? <laughs> no, I'm not just saying, right? It's most people at our age, right? Because yeah. he's at similar age to us, enter into relationships and they're carrying a hell of a lot of baggage into the relationship door, into the relationship household, right? Sure. This guy's got none. 
he's got a sense of youth and everything's going to be like the first time. It's incredible, man. Yeah. Fucking, I can't remember his, his character's name in, in Big. What was it? Uh, I can't remember either. Yeah, well, remember. yeah, just go uh, Tom Hanks from Bigot. Just fucking, just get a big inflatable dinosaur in your house and a trampoline yeah. and just fucking enjoy it, man. Okay, it's uh, almost as terrible a second piece of advice as the first one was good. <laughs> uh, but anyway, good luck, racer. Please get in touch with us to keep us updated on that. We'd love to hear from you again. Tom, I think that's it from us, bro. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, you prick. <laughs> I'm good, brother. Um, listen, guys. Uh, oh, look, let's just do one quick one, okay, before we go. But before, if, if yeah, let's just do this quickly because um, this will take like a minute. Uh, dear the Swan Wolf, for now, thank you for the podcast. I've loved you from the start. I realise my question might make me sound like an old dinosaur, which I don't think I'm quite yet. But can you explain to me, please, what exactly is a G? I've heard you refer to them many times in relation to each other, and also to people, and also to people I assume you think are cool, sick, lit, trendy, jazzy. <laughs> so, what does it mean, please? And does it mean different things to different people? Keep doing what you do. What does it uh, mean Tom? to you, Rob? What does it mean to you? Well, let, uh, uh, the, the truth is, this is from the Wrinkly Triceratops, by the way. The the email. Great, great name. Great name. Um, okay, so I a G to me is just like it's like going bro or mate. Somebody you like, somebody you yeah. look up to, somebody you respect, right? Yeah. That, that is what I'm certain of in terms of the use of it. The origins of it, I think, it originates from, like, gangster. Yeah. Right? But I don't... So there's an ICM called OG, which stands for Original Gangster. And then that... And the people start calling people OGs. People start calling people Gs. I mean, I, this is all factually incorrect, but the, I'm sort of talking around. You're that. talking about that old school song. This is for the G's and this is for the hustlers. This is yeah, for exactly. The hustlers. Yeah, yeah. Back to the G's. Yeah, yeah. Stay. Yeah, yeah. It, like, this is for the G's and this is for the hustlers. Yeah. This is for the hustlers. Now back to the G's. Well, I'm for, for, and let yeah. me catch some more of the keys. Uh, good, good. Yeah, you can't quote one of the two hip hop albums I've heard you talk about. <laughs> 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 so just uh, sort of a team, yeah it's like i've always sort of like yeah, yeah it's a term of yeah it's so, a term of endearment exactly right um okay i hope that helps um now listen guys as we said more merch is going to be dropping uh in the new year thank you so much for your support it, uh, i know that we sort of joked about it and um but actually oh god i sort of i'm being very earnest now but it was really amazing that that people bought the merchandise. So thank, thank you. you so much. It, very, it means a lot. Okay. Uh, there is no need for a closing thought because this is a bonus episode. So Tom, yeah, stop stretching. Uh, yeah, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this bonus episode. We will see you on Wednesday. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Uh, love, peace out. Magis. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.